What's up, what's up, what's up? It is Jameson Tank here, back from the dead. Took a little two weeks off from the podcast because I was just a little bit tired of editing videos. Just needed a little break. You know, you got to take a breather sometimes. So yeah, I'm back to it. This is number 24. We have a wonderful, like March is just slam-packed with awesome guests coming in. So be ready for that. This is the last solo one for a little while. And um, I actually haven't done one of these in a while. The last one I did was Behind the Music, Too Out to Hold. And tonight's episode will be Behind the Music Live in 2020 EP, which came out last week, which did really well. Thank you all the people to listen to it. I'm about to give you the scoop on it, about to tell you why we did it, um, what about it I like, you know, the favorite moments on it, all that kind of good shit. So yeah, this is episode 24. All right. So the Live in 2020 EP. I, last year, I was lucky enough to have multiple shows of mine recorded actually i kind of tried to make it a point to record as many as i could just because i'm a huge fan of that in general like i just love listening to like thank you your favorite band right now i like listening to their favorite or their earliest tape you can find you know what i'm saying like with like the beginning you know what i mean so i I love stuff like that like i listen to like say my favorite bands van halen i listen to like tapes from their first year playing tours and stuff all the time and usually it's on youtube which i think is kind of whack that bands like hold on to all this material and i've talked about this on a podcast a couple times that um i don't understand why bands just keep it on the shelves like even if it's not amazing nobody gives a fuck just put it out there you know what i'm saying and like wouldn't you kill for your another record from your favorite band right now a live record even though like some live records are bad like if it's a forced live record where like you can tell the crowd noise is like souped up really high and like it's just artificial sounding you know what i mean but like a really like just a solid band playing live record is what i really like and that's why I wanted to do it. So last year, I was lucky enough to have 40 Watt recorded, played there twice, and had it recorded twice by the Inbus class. And that was nice. And I was in the class for the first one. So that was awesome to do that just in my class at school. That's awesome. Shout out Inbus. And for Live in the Lobby, the Wuog friends were nice enough to record it for me because they put it out on the airwaves and all that good stuff. And that was a fun one. And for Furnace 41, I had Michael Norton there, the sound guy, record it for me. And that was awesome as well. I think that was the best sound quality out of the three, which is pretty cool. And um, yeah, I did two songs from each because because I don't think we really had like a full show that was like amazing. You know what I mean? So like I just like picked and choose from each show and that gives a little like recap of the year. And uh, picked two from 40 Watt, which would be Overflows, which is the intro, and Heavy Dependence, which is the last song. And then two from Furnace, Ain't Talking About Love, Van Halen cover. And uh, let's see, what was it? Too Odd to Hold, which would be our late, last single. And two from Live in the Lobby would be Mr. Lift Driver, which is a song I was playing live for the first couple shows. And then it kind of panned away, but I'm going to release a studio version eventually. And Stay Awake, which is one of my favorite songs I released, probably the third or fourth single. Yeah. So it really, what I really like about the whole idea of the Live in 2020 record is that it's exactly how we were right then in that moment. Like literally the 40-watt show that you hear on the record is the second show I ever played, second show with a full band, second time playing in front of an audience, and it was at fucking 40-watt club, you know what I'm saying? So that was awesome. That that was just a great moment for me. I just look forward to listening back to that in like five or ten years and being like, holy shit, we weren't that bad for the second show, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, that for that one, let's talk about that one for a little while. That one was on January 10th. Somehow we looked into that show. Shout out Bradley Reeves hooked us up with that one. And we were opening for Seamus James and uh, Al Dente. And it was literally like, just like I dreamed of playing the 40 Watt Club when I was a kid and shit. 
and you read about REM and Red Hot Chili Peppers and Nirvana, of course, all playing there, and you just want to fucking play there, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, I wanted to play there forever, and then we played one show at Flickr and lucked up, and somehow our next show, two weeks later, was at fucking 40 Watt Club, which is awesome. I mean, that's just just like dream come true right there. I was like, let's go. And we opened, which is a nice spot to be in, I think, or back then I did. I really liked to have the opening slot. was fun. And we, we only played like 30 minutes, like maybe maybe 30 minutes. I, I want to feel like we didn't even touch 30 minutes. But um, it was a good time. Um, and I pulled my two favorites from those, which I've just been listening to sound on SoundCloud for like since it happened, which was a year ago, over a year ago. So I've just been listening to it on SoundCloud whenever I wanted to hear it. I was like, fuck this, man. Why is this shit not on Spotify? Like, let's get it mixed. Let's see if somebody can make it sound good and put it out there. And, like, the energy's there. Like, you can – one of my favorite parts of it, as you can hear at the start, Miles starts yelling um, in the intro. And uh, at the end, when I'm thinking uh, Athens, thinking everybody from Athens for coming out, I think that's really cool. And, um, yeah, I was like, the, the energy feels good. Uh, we're really – we're hitting on all cylinders kind of. It's just a fun one. And, um, yeah, yeah. So another spot that I wrote spots to note about this. My guitar becomes I had my pedal board set up right in front of me and I stepped on the the output on the right side. So I unplugged my guitar not once but twice. I only did it once and overflows, but if you hear me in the first chorus say I'm back, it's around like the one minute mark. I'll, you hear me yell I'm back and it doesn't really make sense because you can't see a video. I am simply talking about I fucking plugged my guitar back in and I'm back. So yeah, I think that's a funny stuff like that. I mean, that's stuff you don't hear on the studio recording, which is great. You know what I'm saying? That's fun. And I really love that drum intro. It was cool. Uh, I feel like the energy on Heavy Dependence is good. I like the guitar. I think it's really funny to hear myself as a one guitar band now because now obviously we have Bryce, which is amazing. And um, it's honestly unreal that I even used to have to hold it down with one guitar that I was even even able to do it. Um, did, did it okay at best. I definitely love the two guitars so much more. And it's just funny because, like, like, when I stopped playing guitar in the three-piece, like, it was, like, really quiet, you know what I'm saying? Like, all the melody, or not all the melody, but you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, you know how three-piece is. When the guitar stops, your, uh, your high end's gone. <laughs> but, yeah, it's cool to listen back to. I think that's really fun. And next up would have been, in order, would be Live in the Lobby, which is actually, like, surprisingly such a great time um i can't i think of samantha who booked us there which she is the uh director of live and lobby shout out samantha um she booked us and i can't remember the kid's name who recorded us but he was such a nice guy if he's watching this shoot me a dm and um yeah we were on the waves on the airwaves we played on the radio for like 45 minutes and it's funny because in the lobby they can't hear you sing because there's no monitors on them there's just monitors on us and they can't hear what you're singing really and you're just like, just like, just imagine just being in that little bitty Wuag lobby on UGA's campus and just like seeing a band of three guys just going fucking ballistic in there playing ridiculously loud, like blindingly loud and uh, just, just mouthing. You can't hear anything. You, I mean, you can't hear any words. It's just like, like, what the fuck could they be saying? You know what I'm saying? And people sat in there and watched and filmed that bitch for like 45 minutes or however long it took. But yeah, they were all super nice. It was great. And I, I remember that being like, um... At the point last year, I was like, man, we're really hitting a stride like on the set list and everything. It felt really good. We were having a fun time. We were starting to get really goofy with it. And uh, yeah, for that one, I did Mr. Lift Driver because I feel like that was an important one to the early segment of uh, the Jameson Tank, which I call it 1.0. And um, it was an important song that like we played. And it was kind of hype and it was fun. And um, it kind of fell out. I don't really want to play it anymore, you know what I'm saying? 
So I felt like that was important to include. And also Stay Awake, that's another one that I really loved playing, but like I think I'm past playing it right now. Like I just don't need it. Like I'm just moving along. You know, you don't want to keep looking back or whatever. But yeah, that's why I included those. So I'm excited about those. And uh, that the only thing I wish about that one is that there was a crowd. So they all had a crowd in them. But you take what you can get. You know what I mean? I only played uh, 10 or so shows last year. So you take what you can get on the uh, their show recordings because it's not easy to get them recorded sometimes. So yeah, that's the Wulog in the Lobby one. And then the next one, probably my favorite one, would be Ain't Talking About Love and Too Out to Hold from Furnace. This is our first show back post-COVID, December 12, 2020. First show with a new lineup, Connor, Bryce, Javier, and we call this 2.0, or I do. And it was just awesome. Just a great night. We went up there to Atlanta. We never played in Atlanta. We don't know if I can soul up there. And uh, a lot of my great friends showed out, like to do all, all the shows, which is just fantastic. You just can't beat that. Friends traveling over an hour and a half to come see you. And uh, it was just a cool venue. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Furnace 41, but we were really pleased uh, with the turnout. And the uh, just the venue is cool. They sell food. They got like two stages. We played the small stage. The sound is fantastic. The sound guy, Michael, really knows what he's doing. He uh, recorded the stems for this. Shout out, Michael. Thank you for that. And, um, yeah, it was just a great night. Uh, it was like, yeah, we can do this again. And it was just post-COVID, or right at the end of when or when concerts kind of started back. And um, it was nice to just be like, man, we're back, and we still got it. You know what I mean? For me, it's a uh, – me personally, it was like, yeah, that was a good good little six months to uh, hone your craft. Uh, got the new group, and we're back. And I always like telling this story, but Javier, we don't, we'd only known Javier for like two weeks at this point. And he learns the set list in like maybe a week. Like he agreed like the week of. It's like, yeah, I can learn it for Saturday. And dude just knocked it out and just plays an amazing set. And I really love his bass sound on Ain't Talking About Love, which is great. I mean, not Ain't Talking About Love. Well, yeah, Ain't Talking About Love, but also even more, I like it on Too Hot to Hold because it just sounds fucking huge. And yeah, he's got a, he's got a five-string bass. Four wasn't enough for him. So yeah, shout out Javier, shout out Connor, shout out Bryce. They are on Ain't Talking About Love and Too Hot to Hold. And they were a big part of making this one happen. They um they helped help me get it mixed and everything. And they were um just like it feels like our kind of project, even though they didn't play on everything. But yeah, um I'm looking forward to everybody getting a chance to hear it and all that stuff. I got some videos coming out from these shows, hopefully soon, uh, probably this week. And yeah, I think that was all I wanted to know. Oh, I did want to note on Ain't Talking About Love in the bridge. Uh, when it breaks down and it does this little harmonics thing that Eddie Van Halen does that we really liked. And um, I use, oh, sometimes I play it, sometimes Bryce plays it. And we get to it and you hear it's just like, it, it stops and then neither of us play it. And you can hear you can hear me go like, ah, because I'm kind of laughing. And then we just hit a little like chunking on it, which is, just, it's just funny if you were there, I guess. Uh, the band knows what I mean. Like, it's, it's just funny, like little mistakes like that. And uh, stuff in like Too Hot to Hold, like I'm talking to somebody in verse two. I wish I wasn't, but uh, I'm just talking to, I think it's Crunk maybe. Shout out Matthew Crunkleton. I think I was trying to get Crunk hyped. And um, I'm joking with Tyler in verse one of Ain't Talking About Love. <laughs> just good stuff like that. Stuff that's notable for me. Um, and I really hope you guys enjoy it. Yeah, it was nice to hear the progressions of the band too. Like you can listen to the first or the Live in the Lobby and the Woo shows. One guitar, three piece, Miles and Vic. And then you listen to the current lineup, which should be Bryce, Connor, Javier, me. Two guitars, three singers, great drums, bass, extra guitar. Did I say that already? It's just fucking fantastic. It sounds massive. We sat in here and listened in this room. Uh, Javier was in California, but we listened to it. And uh, we were just getting hype in here, man. It just felt good. It feels like a good, like like my head just gets to bobbing when I listen to it. And I just really enjoy it. Um, I think the mixes came out great. This is another thing I have to talk about. 
It was mixed by Jeffrey Vernon, good friend of mine. Shout out Jeff. He is an, a fantastic mixer, dude. He's just an absolute wizard. He's got his whole little studio going in um, uh, Madison, Georgia, not too far from Athens. He's got a tape recorder. He's got just mixing console. He's got these huge speakers. Dude has just got it, got it going on, and he just he just made that shit sound massive. So shout out Jeff. No doubt, I probably wouldn't have got it done if Jeff wasn't on the mixing for this one. Uh, really, really just let him do it. I didn't have I had very few revisions too, and I'm pretty picky on the mix. And that man just had it going. Shout out Jeff. So I hope we can <laughs> shout it again. I was hoping we work on some more stuff. We're talking. I was talking to him about it, and I was talking to the band. I was like, hey, we keep recording shows and playing shows. Maybe we'll do a live record every year. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no point in just just leaving it on the shelf, you know what I'm saying? And not many people are dropping live records these days, so I like that. And uh, I took some notes from the jam bands around town and stuff. They will straight up just like play a show and then post the stems on Friday from the show, the whole show. I love that. I mean, that's content, you know what I'm saying? And what else are you going to do with it, you know what I mean? It'd be, it's just going to be so fun to look back at it in like 15 years and be like, man, that's crazy. I remember everything about that show now that I listen back. And people that were there, hopefully they can get some entertainment out of it. And people who weren't there, I hope you guys all can enjoy it. So yeah, I just wanted to get on and do a little podcast tonight with uh, myself. That's fun. Always nice talking to myself. And thanks everybody for giving me a little holiday. I wrote that down. Thank you all for uh, sticking with me while I'm taking some time off from the podcast. We have two run of shows coming up. Uh, Maddie's Pub on March 13th and Sunset Auction House on March 19th. Very excited about those shows. We're getting ready. We're playing every night. And this Wednesday should have a podcast coming out with Connor Acreage. We're going to talk about NFTs and cryptocurrency and the music industry. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah, I think uh, I think that's it. My favorite track from it would be either Ain't Talking About Love is kind of fun, man. It's a cover, I know, but I love that one. And either that, Heavy D, or Too Out to Hold. I know that's three, but one of those three. Definitely my favorite. So yeah, it was that was really it. I mean, thanks to everybody who recorded it. Thanks to everybody who took part. Give yourself a little round of applause. Thanks to everybody who listened. Thanks to everybody who shared. I mean, I just appreciate it. Appreciate you guys supporting the podcast, everything. Thank you for listening. If you listen to all 14 minutes of this, I really appreciate it. If you would like to subscribe on YouTube, that would be fucking fantastic. Trying to get my subscribers up, trying to monetize and all that good stuff. If you want to subscribe on Instagram, it's Jameson underscore on the rocks. Um, subscribe on Apple Podcasts if you listen on there. Subscribe on Spotify Podcasts if you listen there. Yeah, just help me out, and I'm going to try to keep the content coming at you. If you guys have any suggestions on bands that could come on, hit me up. I would love to hear them. I would love to take part. So, yeah, thank you guys all for tuning in. It's always a pleasure. Jameson out. See ya. We got one more for you. It's called Heavy Dependence. Thank you guys so much for coming out. We love you all.
Georgia, we love you. Let me hear you, come on!